regular programming to bring you a message from Her Majesty's government. Please stand by and await further information. This is not a drill. They have arrived. Workwear now proudly sponsors Trade Legends. Do you remember everybody's name as well, Pete? Do you need me to tell you everybody? John? No. It's Gary, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> Don't tap the desk. <laughs> <laughs> We're filming. <laughs> is it John? It's John. Yeah. yeah. John. Did you get it? <laughs> he loves those little oh, outtakes. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely love it. These are the best bits. <laughs> love that. Right. Where's he from, though, Pete? Oh, I don't know. Wales. Um, yeah. Three, hang on. Hang on. Let me guess. Three hours. Newport. That's oh. Don't ever <laughs> say that. He's like that. <laughs> If anyway, you could have said it should never be new. Put there's one more. If you say the other one, I'm off. Don't say. So it's it. not, Don't say Merthyr so fucking Tidville. No, it's not. So it's not. Or it's not Cardiff. You're getting closer. Don't say it. Bridgend. <laughs> no. Um, three hours. Where do you think he's going to say, Pete? Um, where else do I know in Wales? You, you, you need to move more over. Don't say that. Think, word. think Swansea. Um, <laughs> don't say that word. I'm just trying to think where else the name Wales. You've got sat nav in your head. Landudno. How'd you get that? Is it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that is. That's <laughs> North Wales, isn't it? This is three hours. Well, two hours fifty-eight gets you to land. Next they'll be saying <laughs> fucking two minutes from that. Next they'll be <laughs> next they'll be saying Wrexham. Wrexham. <laughs> I've been to. Um, is Monmouthshire on the edge? Yeah. Yeah. Been uh, quad biking. How long did that take you? <laughs> Two hours. Hour after that, then. Okay. Two hours from Leicester? Yeah. Well, Loughborough. Takes me fucking ages to get to Wild, wherever I am. <laughs> takes me fucking ages. <laughs> um, Even if you're any... in Wales and you've got to go... I want to go to... Um, there's, is it the waterfall walk? Where there's four waterfalls on a walk right in the middle of Wales somewhere. Where's that? Do you know where that is? I'll do that soon. You got the right Scotland in it. Aberystwyth is one of the longest drives I've ever been off. Fucking hell. That's a long drive to Aber. Walk. Wait. Love this now. Scotland. I've never heard of it. Four Waterfalls Walk is. Bristol. No. Can't say the name. Squid Clun Gwyn. Uh, it's near. <laughs> Make him fucking say it. <laughs> what? Um, Squid clungling. I've never ever heard you, of it. Man. It's at the bottom of the Brecon Beacons, Squid. and it's near. Squid Games. <laughs> Murphy Tidville, Aberdare. You don't want to go down Her, there. Her, 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 her wine. Wine. Glyneth. Glyneth. 
Abercraft. Before we start, I think, I think we need to have a Welsh. Abercraft. Near Abercraft. That's where I'm from. <laughs> Come on, then. Yes. Yes. Been on the sat nav three hours. <laughs> yeah, come on then, yeah. Hey Google, list me places in my <laughs> three hours a week. Come on then, yes. Come on then. Oh, so I yeah, I went to Where's the four waterfalls anyway? Did we did we find that? I just said to you, yeah. I've never what? heard of it. Brecon Beacons National Park near Merthyr Tidville. So I went to Hereford once. That's not in Wales. It's not in Wales. Wales. But it's on the edge, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, but it's not Wales. <laughs> so <laughs> Someone said to me this one time, he said... Um, Is it in Wales? He wanted me to go and cut the ribbon at a plumber's merchant's. It was a new merchant's. And he wanted to go and cut the ribbon. And I said Is it, no. Is we finished or...? I said no. <laughs> um, but I will come down and like spend the day there and do some stuff. And he said, it's in Wales. So I just assumed it was somewhere near where I'd already been, which was... Um, wherever I just said <laughs> hour and a half tops and it was like three and a half hours away <laughs> it was in Cardiff it took me absolutely ages to get there four hours thank <laughs> 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 god I know that now honestly can't wait to get back to the hotel have a kim <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> we've come from where did you live <laughs> <laughs> you live to the whole of Wales <laughs> to Hereford about a place cut a ribbon for plumbing I hope this is how it's going to go in the end they got a professional oh. footballer from Cardiff United to actually cry Cardiff United <laughs> <laughs> oh that professional team yeah I know him yeah oh, that was a good, it's a great start. Look, I'm actually crying. It's a great <laughs> start, crying. I'll be honest. Four waterfalls, Cardiff City. Cardiff United. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's the one. And then kind of ribbon at a plumber's do. <laughs> PhD. He only asked you where I live. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you know. did, we, did we find out where you lived? Near well, Google said three hours. <laughs> said when he checked. <laughs> yeah, it's just past Carmarthen. Near Bristol. St. Clair's is called. God. PHC, I've got, PHC, I've actually got Clover's Merchants in Wales. PHC though. was the branch where they wanted me to cut uh, the ribbon. See? Do you, get, you didn't cut do it, you have though. to do these ribbon cuttings? Did you cut it? No, that's the so point. It's not even a story. no. Oh, if you right. cut it, there's a story I there. thought he cut it. Yeah, no. Don't get me all excited and then tell me you ended up in Carmarthen. What a shit story. Fuck it. They wanted me as well, but I never did either. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't find it because it's in Hereford. It's three hours away. <sighs> behave. Oh, God. How long did that go for? Too long. Oh, okay, now. Right, should we start anyway? Do yeah. you want to start tonight? No, you start. <laughs> I've got Gary, I mean John from Hereford. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bang the table. Oh, mate. <laughs> Give me a second. Right. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what outtakes are going to be great on this. <laughs> Absolutely great. So, here we are, season two, episode three in mm. season two, but in the overall grand scheme of things, it's episode 11. And we are... It's good, good info. Good to know. Happily joined by... We've got Jen the Decorator. Hello. Hi, Jen. Re the Decorator, you? Yeah. I never knew that. No one ever told you, did they? <laughs> She lives in Hereford. Um, a plumber? <laughs> I didn't know, actually. I thought you were one of these guys. Oh, oh. Did you? Yeah. 
What you decorate? <laughs> Houses mostly. It's very good. Met your type. <laughs> Many a time. <laughs> Don't get fun. any of your work out because you'll be inspecting it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And we've got John from. Where are you from, John? Hereford. No, Carmarthen. Carmarthen. Mm. New home quality control. Control. There you go. Also known as absolutely shocking. Shocking. <laughs> So, yeah, very big welcome to both of you. Really pleased to get you both on. Jen, first decorator. I'm first, the first, am I? You are the first. So you've Flying popped the, the flag. You've popped the cherry, popped the cherry for painting and decorating, or decorating, because it sounds a bit better than painting. We've well, had you a few don't people. like being called painters, do you? Because that's only one part of the job. Yeah, painters is more of an American sort of way. Yeah. They, say, they call themselves painters, and a decorator over there is like an interior designer. Yeah. It's different. So you class yourself as an interior designer, do you, Jen? <laughs> well, I do help pick colours. <laughs> oh, colour schemes. So, yeah, really happy to have both of you on. And the reason being is, you know, TikTok sensation. Yep, safe I could safe. I could put it down at that. How many how many followers on TikTok? 425,000. Absolutely unbelievable, that is. Good effort. I know, needs to teach me and you something. I've seen your... I um, videos, I do. I yeah. show all my friends then. I know, when I told her he was coming on, she was so excited. Most people are. That's why she got that picture out. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so, who should we start with then, Pete? <coughs> who, should we, who should we get into? Ladies first. Ladies first. Jen, okay. I'll digress over to you, Pete. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from? So, well, <laughs> how far away is it? It was three hours as well. Like, that's yeah, the well. <laughs> what we normally do is we ask we've people. We've met many times, though. Yeah, we've met at trade so shows, sure. and I followed you on uh, Twitter, was the first one I yeah, saw you on. Um, followed me around the street. He <laughs> stalks you across <laughs> all social media. Pete, you shouldn't admit yeah. this stuff on the show. So, just tell Slides us in the DM. where you started. <laughs> Um, your career, why you got into painting and decorating, and yeah, just give us your story, really. Give us the very start, because some people, they sort of go, oh yeah, well I went into this and it was 20, like, so obviously left school. I went into this as uh, an adult. Yeah. Um, I went back into learning, oh, sorry, I banged <laughs> the table. Everyone does it, everyone does it. Um, when I was younger, I went to the Kent Institute of Art and Design um, to do interior design and things like that. Um, but then my children were young and then I moved back home to where I'm from, Hertfordshire. And I was just working retail, things like that. And I thought, you know, I want to get back to what I was doing. I wanted to go back into architecture side. So um, I was due to start a, a course, an AutoCAD course, just so that I could get in an architect, like as an apprentice or older apprentice. Mm. Went to the college and um, they discontinued the course because there wasn't enough people interested in it. So I basically was like, um, okay, what have you got then? And they was like, we've got P&D. I went, all right then. Did you, did you even know what P&D was? Well, yeah. And they took me around and I spoke to the tutor and they'd already started sort of, this was in November, so they'd already started September. Mm. And he was like, if you think, you know, you could catch up, then you can start on. Monday next week and I was like fine all right then yeah how long did, how long did you do that for then two years two years yeah and then I set up Jennifer Gardner interiors sort of straight after and how, and how old are you at this point 31 I think when I went back to college yeah. 30 or 31 and yeah. when you do when you join the college do you have to have an employer or do you just go to college to learn it do you have to do it yeah, alongside just, working for someone 
No, but lucky for me, my tutor already on the weekends and bank holidays and half terms, he was doing his decorating work on the side. So he had me working on the cheap for him on the weekends and uh, in the summer holidays and things like that. Mm. So I got my on the tools training sort of from my tutor. Okay. So so you start so you start your business. I mean, one thing that we always have on here is like trying to listen to how people actually grow a business because for you, if you're doing jobs on the side, did you pick up repeat business from working with your tutor or was it literally you went out then and you had to find yeah, just your own work? Yeah, just went out and found my own work, yeah. So how did you go about that? Um, I set up a Facebook business page hmm. and that was it. Just went from there, really. So social, social media. Social media, yeah. yeah. I've um, never <laughs> had to pay for advertising once and all my work is based on personal recommendations. Hmm. Because we, we have this conversation, I have a few people, like I said to you before, the amount of people sometimes that come through in the comments on YouTube or in, <clears throat> like through Spotify, social media, and they always go to me, oh, God, you talk about social media a lot. But the one thing that surprises me that people don't seem to listen to on every show is nobody advertises. You know, they, they don't have to advertise because yeah. they're putting their work on there, <laughs> yeah, so exactly, people, yeah. people come to them. Yeah. I mean, would you, would you say then Facebook was, was more beneficial for you than what you're obviously on Instagram now? You were on Twitter. Um, I was on Twitter first, yeah. My Instagram was like a personal account, but then as soon as I started the business, started posting work and products I was using and things on Twitter, I then changed my Instagram to, to a business account and went on there. Mm. But I hadn't really... I've got a couple of jobs through Instagram. But your main thing's and, through Facebook. And one or two through Twitter, but yeah, through my business page on Facebook. Yeah. So I get it all, yeah. you're, the, you're probably the first one actually that said Facebook's probably more beneficial for them. I mean, you, you started <coughs> off on Twitter, didn't you? Yeah. Started off on Twitter, moved from Twitter to Instagram. Insta. Yeah. See, I, I've, like for work, actually, we've got Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. And I always found that Facebook, it was a bit like, I suppose if you're a local trades person. Instagram's newer. Yeah. And Twitter was newer for, <clears throat> for a lot of maybe, you know, elderly people. Mm. And a lot of people wasn't really on Instagram and Twitter for those things to, to look for trades. Mm. Because I, I tend to find sometimes when I'm looking for a tradesperson to come round is you go on your local sort of, I don't know, Nolan Dorridge group and you, you ask for recommendations. So is that somewhere that you... Yeah, I do get tugged a lot on in those pages, yeah, yeah. my local pages. Yeah, that's what Facebook to me is like. <laughs> yeah. In the past, you would ask a family member or ask your neighbour, do you know a good plumber, do you know a decorator? Now people don't really talk to the neighbours they go on Facebook and they'll just put a post, does anyone know a decorator? And then people will just tag yeah, you in. Yeah. People have used you in the past. Yeah. And then you've got a page, I guess, on Facebook with pictures of work you've done. Yeah. And they can look at that and say, yeah, I like that. And yeah. go from there. And I've got my reviews on there. and Yeah, reviews like as yeah. well. That's the way the I'm world's going. I'm part of the Guild of Master Craftsmen now. Mm. So what do you have to do to get that? They just, um, my name had... Uh, been brought to their attention yeah because i i think you have to i don't know if you have to kind of earn it or put yourself forward for it yeah i don't know i've never put myself forward for oh. it so i wouldn't know but they just they contacted me so what what does that what does that do for you as a <coughs> it actually hasn't done very much <laughs> if actually, if you're listening sorry but just don't <laughs> fuck off for me it hasn't actually done very much no mm. but i suppose to have that Sounds impressive, don't it? Yeah, it does. It sounds impressive to mm. say, oh, you're part of the Guild of Master Craftsmen. But um, 
I can't. I haven't received are you any. Work are you able it yet. to put it on your website? And stuff the thing yeah, you can use it. You can download the logos. You can have it on your van, <coughs> on your on your websites, on your pages, and everything mm. like that. And you haven't had to pay for that in any way. Yeah, I did have to pay. Did you? Yeah, it was like they came to me, then they wanted paying, <laughs> uh, um, but I don't really see any work for it. Mm. I haven't yet, and it's been over six months now. I think the thing is, is when, you, when you're when a tradesperson, you get regular business. I think that is the best. Like, if your work is good, people talk to other people. Yeah. So I always think that's the, the best route. But yeah. I, I, for me, like like I said, talking about social media on here, I mean, for you, mm. like that little catchphrase and stuff now, they're absolutely shocking. Like, even I, you know. Everyone knows it. Everybody knows it. So it gives you an opportunity to sort of establish yourself and your own little identity rather than just being, you know, you look on... Trust a trade, like is it check a trade or yeah. trusted trades or whatever it is, and you can yeah. scroll down there and there's no individuality. Like yeah. all you've got is different names, yeah. maybe a few reviews, but you can't really see somebody's work or understand the type of stuff yeah, that they I can do. I think a few you can put some photos on. I'm <coughs> not on any of those. I'm on my builder, but I don't use it. Mm. You've got your Facebook page, you're getting your business from Facebook recommendations, you've set your page up with uh, your work. And then I guess you, you get busy. And then what, yeah, I'm what's too busy at the minute. Too busy. Yeah. But you also do, like, I know because I've followed you for a while, you do a lot of charity work as well, don't you? You yeah, got I involved. Do, yeah. Did that come through social media or was that something that you wanted to do? Um, I think the first one I did was when I did DISOS. Yeah. And that wasn't through social media. <coughs> that was like a friend of mine, um, she was a carpenter and she was like, oh, I'm jumping on this local project. Yeah. you know see if you can get on so i did um and that was back in the early days when i started and then i think it was six months later i did another diy sos forum as well yeah and then i joined band of builders um and i did i've done one charity project through band of builders yeah i've done a i've raised money i've done um like a fun run i can't think of the name of it now Bit like tough mudder, but like not oh, as like hard. A wolf run. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I did one of those in London to raise money for band yeah. builders as well. Yeah. And when you were, because I've done a few charity jobs, not not like a, on the level of DIY SOS, but when you're involved in that, you, you get a really good feeling, don't you? Because there's like everyone on yeah. site's buzzing. I've done a few local ones as well for poorly children in yeah. in the area in the county. I've done a few, decorate their bedrooms and you know half the house and things like that. A little girl with spina bifida, a little boy with brain cancer, things like that. Just uh, yeah, it gives you that warm feeling inside yeah, that you're doing good. that you're doing something nice for mm. someone. But they're not they're not easy to get on. Like the DIY SOS is going to be loads and loads of people <coughs> apply for those. Um, the band of builders they generally look for people in the area of the project, but they I think they struggle more to get people. Do they? Well, you with band of builders, you've got to be in band of builders. Yeah, um, registered with them to to jump on a project. Okay. There's always um, a, quite a lot of people always apply within, you know, within the trades. It's yeah. just whether they turn up on the day. Um, yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, because my, my mate Dave, um, Waterglow Plumbing, he did a band of builders recently and he was asking... Dave Bingham. Yeah. Yeah, I know Dave. Can I actually made him join band of builders. Okay. So <laughs> he was asking if anyone was available, like, tomorrow, basically. So I yeah. guess someone's dropped out or they're struggling. Yeah. I think it, it. I think it seems to be a running thing because everybody's busy. Every trade is busy right now, and to ask someone to sort of take time out of their 
their busyness, you know, it's quite yeah. hard. Like me now, I can't do a project that's too far away from home because I've got the children there and I'm really busy. So mm. it can't be, you know, I can't take too much time off. Yeah. But you still do it because you like yeah. the feeling of giving back or helping. Yeah, yeah. And does that help your business? Because you, would you like put that on your social media, like on your Twitter, I'm at Band of Builders, I'm doing DIYSOS, does that? I have done, they have been on there, yeah. yeah. And I've had people message me to say that they've seen me on there, things like that. Yeah. I was on um, Channel 4 Steph's Pat Lunch the other week um, for for doing things for charity. So I was yeah. on there for that. I mean, the one the one thing as well that we, we never really get many ladies come on the show. So, I mean, the one, the one thing I want to sort of discuss with you is, when you decide you, you want to go back into this, you've been working in retail, you want to go back into this, you're obviously 31, you say. Got kids at that time as well? Yeah, two. Like, how do you juggle going back to retrain to do something and then obviously the family side of things? Obviously, as, as a guy, you know, obviously I've got a child myself, but, you know, I'll be perfectly honest, my missus does most of it. Now, if you want to go into a trade, it's like you've got to be there early in the morning. You potentially don't leave until late at night. Yeah. You know, I, I, what I want to discuss with you is like, which I'm sure other ladies who are listening to this might be thinking of having like a career change. Like, how do you, how do you juggle that time? Like how... It has been difficult. I'm not mm. going to lie. It's been really hard being a single parent and mm. trying to run a business and being in a trade is, is even more difficult. Mm. Um, I've got I mean, a customer's understanding towards that. So if you said, look, I've got to leave early. They to kind of, I kind <clears> of <throat> let them know from the start that I'm not an early starter, which a lot of them actually are quite happy with, you know, especially the older ladies and things like that. I'm lucky, glad that you're not there at the crack of dawn. But I've always said I do the school run and everything else first. As soon as I've sorted the kids out, done the school run, then I'll be there, mm. give them an, a rough time. But then if I start late, I'll finish late because I always make sure I get my hours in. That I set an amount of hours in my head mm. that I'm going to do, normally an eight-hour day, sometimes 10, 12-hour days. Mm. How, how, so how, how, like for anybody that's listening um, or watching, I mean, there's going to be other people in a similar situation. How do, you, how do you juggle that? How do you find what works for you? Because, you know, some people might be trying it now and thinking, look, I need to just knock this on the head because it's, it's not fitting around me. How, what advice would you give to somebody to sort of help them you know, manage their time better if they're in this similar think, situation to what you were? I think at the start and starting out, it is it is really difficult and you need to put in a lot of time in order to establish yourself first. Mm. And then I think now it's and now it starts to get easier, like the longer that you've been doing it. Um, I don't really know that there's an easy way to say that mm. I juggle it really well and I do I've got a, a great work life and a great home life and I separate them both but I just don't mm. <laughs> it's just not I, mean, I think as a mum it's harder yeah I mean do you work weekend do you work weekends as well yeah I mean because as, as a rule this year I'm trying not to work <clears throat> weekends because for the last two years six months I've been working mm. seven days a week and I haven't really been seeing the kids yeah. I mean, how, do, how you know, like that's an, that's another thing is when you're that busy with stuff, you're working weekends as well, like, and you have got kids. Like, how how do you explain that to them, or how do you try and make up for always being at work? Because that's something I'm mindful of as well. Is like yeah. I'm always at work, or I'm always on my phone doing work. So it's sort of. I like, think when there is a little bit younger, um, it was it was harder. But I say it's only been what 
over five years running a business and then mm. two years at college previous. So it's not like I've been doing it a, a great deal of time. Mm. And they are older, they are minor teenagers now. Mm. And my son's 18, daughter 16, so yeah. they kind of... Because it's, it's hard as well coming home doing paperwork. Mm. Like I'm sure if everybody does. I absolutely detest it. Yeah. I, I, I hate everyone it. does, don't they? Well, this I hate it. I just... I put, I put it off till the last possible but even, moment. But even having the time, if you're doing a 12-hour day, how do you then come home when you have got kids who are slightly younger than what they are now and then fit that in? You know, like, yeah. are you, you're doing your own paperwork and stuff like that. i got a great business partner that yeah. does all that. <laughs> yeah. He does everything. Yeah, he does I've all got a sister that does that for me. I've got he's, a sister. He's great. He does everything. Yeah. I pretty much out on the field. He's in the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, I haven't got that issue. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I've not got a great uh, work-home life balance at the minute. Mm. But but even, even if you know the, the sort of issues that you've actually got now, like if you were to step outside, you know how to fix them probably. But if somebody's in that situation now, they probably might not. Like what would you say to somebody that's listening or watching that is in that situation thinking, I'm working all these hours, I'm going home, I have to do the paperwork. Is there, have you used software to help you with your paperwork? Have you used... I do use an app to... Um, for my quoting and mm. invoicing and things like that. I think now I'm going to use more of that stuff to yeah. make it easier on me um, because I do all my own self-assessments. I do everything myself. Yeah, tax returns, yeah, I all do that everything. sort of stuff. Yeah. By this time of year, yeah, anyway. I do it all. Like so January. I think now I'm um, <coughs> going to try and take a bit of a step yeah. back. What software do you use, if you don't mind me asking? The app that I use is Joist. Joist. Yeah, because it's obviously you use Tradeify. Like all of these things, like I, I get people to mention them. So if somebody's listening, they might think, "Oh, I'll check that out," mm. and then I c it might make my life. Even if it makes it five, ten percent easier, and you get like an extra hour a day, that's an extra hour that you could be working or spending with your kids. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because so. a lot of the time, when writing quotes out, you're more or less writing the same thing over and over again mm. with regards to explaining what you're going to do for your prep, explaining blah blah blah. You know. Um, so you can just copy and paste it from your previous ones mm -hmm. and just copy paste it yeah. onto everything. So ladies and gents, if you want to save big on some big name brands, then Trade Legends is the place to do that. Head on over to www.tradelegends.uk forward slash discounts. Well, I'm going to move over to you now. I want you to have a little look around. Is everything okay in here? Is the build quality all right? Because my carpenter will be listening and he'll be like, <laughs> I can't <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a plumber's job. Right. <laughs> there you go, Nick. He's told you. He's told you. So just how did you, how did you, because you're, you're the first sort of person we've got from like the building inspection sort of side of things. How did you get into what you were doing and how did, you know, what this is now become what it was so just take us back to the very start like even even for you because obviously you've got a business partner as well yeah so pre even that you know how did that lead to that like right. maybe you left at 16 and you did go into business together but okay so <clears throat> when i was in school i always wanted to be a, a carpenter by trade i knew that's what i wanted to do so i left school at 16 um went straight into a carpentry apprenticeship i did that for three years i then stayed as a carpenter chasing the money around the country as campers do. Um, around, I would say, 15 years ago, maybe, something like that, I, um, I then became a site supervisor for carpentry companies, <clears throat> which I quite liked, uh, which obviously then led into um, 
contract manager positions. I was on, I was on a particular site in Wales and um, down in Pembroke for a carpentry company as the contracts manager. I didn't didn't quite didn't quite get on with the um, site manager. He was one of them um, pricks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that. I mean, look, away from the site. He's from Hereford. Yeah, for, away from the site. You know, great guy, packed mm. after work, one of them, lovely guy. Getting back on site, bell end, to yeah. be fair, right? So we didn't get on. He was one of them people who always wanted to prove me wrong. And I'm, I'm quite a factual person, so I come with facts all the time. Mm. He didn't. We didn't get on. And then one particular day, he um, he asked me, well, he told me I had to do something on a particular property um, because a customer was going to move in. I said no. Um, I had to hide something. You want me to hide something from from the customer? Um I didn't want to do it anyway. Long story short, I had to. I had to do it there and then. Um, you know, I had a wife and kids, and, and you know, I had to keep my job and stuff. He threatened me with, uh, if you don't do it, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. So I did the job anyway. Um, I couldn't sleep for, for I don't know, ten days, and it's one of those moments where, like, you have, if you have a nightmare, you jump up in bed. I jumped up in bed, and I was like, I got to quit my job. This isn't me. I'm quite perfectionist in what I do, so everything I do has to be right. So. Having done that, it upset me. And um, I just thought to myself, do you know what? I'm having him, I am. I'm having him and I'm having his boss because I didn't like the pair of them. So I thought, what can I do about it? And uh, I just thought, do you know what? If someone's come around and tell these people how bad things are, can only be a winner for a small fee. You know, if I said to you, listen, I can tell you what's wrong <laughs> with, your with your house for this amount of money, are you in? Yeah, you're in, you? obviously. Everybody mm. would be. That's what I thought. <clears throat> so, um, I spoke to my supervisor at the time and said, look, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Keep it quiet. Are you in? And he's like, 100% I'm in. So we sort of cooked up a plan over about four months, something like that. Um, we made a website behind um, the company we were working for, uh, behind their backs on the quiet, set up a website, come up with a plan and everything like that. Um, I handed my notice in straight away and said, look, I quit. Two weeks later, uh, my business partner, now he, he quit as well. Um, and then we set up this this company. Um, we moved straight into an office. Um, bit premature, I would say, because we were sort of naive, really. I think uh, we thought we were going to be millionaires in the first week. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, this is great. Everyone's going to do it. We're going to be billionaires. It didn't work out that way. Um, we went through so many um, ups and downs, pretty much. You know, we did some stupid things. We bought 25,000, 30,000 leaflets, and I walked the streets for days on end. Posting leaflets, posting leaflets, never got nothing. Mm. Then we did. We had um, 20,000 letters, right? So I wrote, we wrote letters on um, the computer, printed them all out, bought loads of envelopes, folded them all up. It was a, a letter to the homeowner, it pretty much to the homeowner. So you think, oh, shit, new house. Let's open this from the developer. Yep. It's me. This is what I do. Do you fancy mm. this? So were you specifically targeting all the... All yeah, the all new builds, yeah, yeah, everywhere, right? So we did this with the letters. We bought a machine to print labels with addresses and we bought data for we went into it anyway we put all these stickers on the top left corner of the letter paid a courier to deliver them all post the post he starts getting to my house with bags of letters i'm like what are you doing well they've, they've been returned they've been returned like 500 a day were coming back and i was like it's ain't right so i looked into it and anyway, he looked into it for me come back and he said you put this the label in the top left corner we can't post a letter with a label in the top left hand corner you can't do it so they all come back and said listen don't bring them back just bin them I don't want them back. So we thought, right, ain't doing that again. And then we joined Facebook. 
Um, I mean, what are you what are you thinking at this time then? Because you've holy you've shit, just, you've just you've <laughs> just ditched, you've just ditched your job <clears throat> and you've spent, uh, you know, how much did it cost you for these? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a few few thousand pound after paying people to walk the streets and me and hours and office and everything that went mm. with the company. And, you know, we were doing, you know, if we had two inspections a week, we were like, yes, this mm. is it. This is the road. We're going to be millionaires. Mm. And then uh, it, it failed. It didn't work. Um, we stuck at it. We learned more about the business, learned more what we needed to do, how to do it, um, more of the, of the business itself in regards to what we do, regulations, standards, tolerances, and things like that. Um, we started the Facebook group, or Facebook page, sorry. Um, started off okay. You know, there's loads of them groups out there where uh, we hate Persimmon and we hate Taylor Wimpy and all those. Loads of them groups, loads of people on there. Mm. Started helping people and putting adverts on there. You know, this is who we are. And all of a sudden, it sort of turned nasty. And we think to ourselves, how come other companies are doing this and not on Facebook? There's got to mm. be something wrong. So having looked at it then, it sort of turned into a negative platform. So if you look at the, these sort of platforms, the, just use Persimmon, the Persimmon Homes Haters page, whatever it might be called, everybody hates Persimmon. Everybody hates professional snaggers. Everybody hates their neighbor. Everybody hates their husband. It's just hate everywhere. <laughs> and we're like, we got to get off this. We got to do something about this. We get off yeah. it. So we set up Instagram. Totally the opposite. Everyone loves their neighbor. Yeah. Everyone loves the site manager. Everyone loves their house. Can't wait to put a picture up of the bathroom and the bedroom. But no business. Like, what are we going to do now? Anyway, we started to do more inspections because as a company, the more you do, the more recommendations you get, the more business you get, you know? So we started to build slowly and, you know, we were gradually moving up and thinking, yes, it's going well. We went from like two a week to five a week to six a week to 10 a week. Then we was on, I don't know, say, say 40 a month as a company. Um, and then one day, well, we had a new website and we made a, a free downloadable snag sheet for people to download and have a look yourself. So you... Like a checklist. Yeah, down the sh yeah, download mm. it. What pretty much what we do. Um, yeah, do this, yeah, yeah, check your own house. Because you know, people some people haven't got enough money after they bought the new house. So we thought we'd do that for free and uh, offer some friendly advice, no problem. We did that, that was started to go well. And we thought, well, can we um add to that? And videos is the obvious one. So we thought we'd make a few videos. It was like, where can we put them? I was clueless, like I don't know. Facebook is the only one I knew. I'd never even knew the TikTok. And um Someone said, oh, TikTok. So obviously on the phone, what's this shit? Are you mad? Is, it, is someone's mum and, and his daughter dancing like an idiot? That's not for me. We're not putting it on air. We're like, no, go on, we'll do it, we'll do it. Anyway, we did it. And I think we put um, five videos on. Pretty shit videos, to be fair. One was an advert. This is what we do. Anyway, um, the inspector that uh, makes a few of the videos and, and d does some of the voiceovers and things like that, he, yeah. he found something called fake wheat vents. So it's a wheat vent that allows air into your building and moisture to leave the building. Mm. And he found, he put um, a ring shank nail in the wheat vent and he pulled it out. And he says, oh, I'm going to get this ring shank, going to get this nail. Yeah, I've seen him. Put it in and I'm going to pull it out. And it just went wild. People were like, what do you know? That's a screw. And we we're like, look, just leave it a minute. And it was going, comment, 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 comment. And we was doing this on the, on the phone, on the account, off the account, on it, 100,000, 200,000, literally like that. And it was like, that's a glitch. Something's wrong. I can't mm. be doing this. Four, five, six, seven, three point seven million, right? 
It, it just crazy over so a couple how, of hours 3.7 million views so right? how far into tiktok were you when six videos six videos six videos and it went what's wild. going on guys honestly it went wild right <laughs> i don't even know how to work it oh you yeah, better get so, on there yeah, yeah i would yeah so i'm on there i've got like five videos i've got 15 <laughs> followers well, your six video so, yeah so it, it went viral and um we, you know obviously we thought this is great and after it went viral the next day the emails just blew up like it was booking 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 and what we found is we're putting the product in front of people who didn't even know about professional snaggers. So on Facebook, they all know, because they've all bought a house, they all know about professional snaggers, they all hate you. And they've all been fucked yeah. over. Yeah, yeah, same with Instagram. So it's, it's a platform for new house buyers, isn't it? So the TikTok is not. We put it in front of so many different people that um, the inquiries in the bookings just went off the scale. So we had to take people on, so now we've got inspectors all over the did, UK. Did you, did you find that it was, because you're targeting maybe TikToks at more of a, a younger demographic, this and my it's first-time yeah. first buyers? Yeah, so we realised then, at a um, very early stage of TikTok, that a lot of people that we see are, are young people, first-time buyers, mm. and they've all got TikTok. You know, my mum haven't got TikTok, but you know, people next door, they're young, they've got it. We've got it. I'm not young, but we've got it. <laughs> so, you know, and everybody we go and see on a daily basis, out of, um, say, 10 to 15 inspections per day, probably 13 of them are young couples. Mm. So then we thought, right, this is obviously a platform that's going to work. Um, let's keep going. We did videos and then, then it became um, influencers and mm. you have a paid account and, and the, the people come into you to do videos and podcasts and everything else. And then we started to do... Um, the more videos we did, the, the more we learned how to um, get the video across and, and just be pretty much raw with it, really. Not not a production, not you know, nice filming cameras, just as it is, as it is, as you see it. And that's You've what we continue YouTube to do. Well, yeah, so <clears throat> we did that and then we started to do the YouTube. YouTube is a very small stage at the moment, but um, it's, it's a different something. animal. YouTube. It, yeah, so money wise and, and um, subscriber wise, yeah. So we went on to the TikTok and, you know, as you've all probably seen, it's, it's gone wild with 400 and some thousand. Um, how how long was that in? What, what uh, sort February of we did it. So last year or the February before? February just gone now, last year. Yeah. Oh, Died yeah. in February. So, so come up to a year. Come up to a year now. Yeah. 400,000. <clears> yeah, yeah. So the videos, it must be, I don't know, 30 videos over a million. Some of them 5 million, 4 million. It's, it's ridiculous, it's like right? that one recently where there was like, he got a bit angry, that young couple, yeah, over the, 255 yeah, yeah, yeah. things wrong with it. So there's, there's some really ridiculous things. And you know what? We don't make them up. It just just happens. Mm. And you know, just to make a point on the absolutely shocking thing before we go any further, <laughs> right? So we never made, we never, we never all sat at a table and went, right, what can we do? Let's think of a, a saying everyone's going to love. Mm. It's just what we say from where we come from. Yeah. You know, so he just said it one day. And it just it went wild. And from the, the TikTok then, um, it, we've gone on to YouTube. And you know, to, to, to have a YouTube account that's successful, you have to have, I think, um, 1,500 subscribers mm. to have a paid account. So we put, we put a video on on a Saturday, woke up Sunday to 1,800 subscribers off one video. Uh, it's like, what the f what's going on now? Mm. Anyway, we, we do that slowly and gradually. We're looking into it more <clears throat> and putting some more time into it. But um, yeah, for me, you know, we've gone, we've gone from um, you know, a good stage of our company was 40 inspections a week, uh, a month, sorry, to 150, 160. It, it, I could probably do more if I had the inspectors. Yeah, so yeah. you trip. And every, but everybody, everybody wants it, you know? Every, everywhere you go, people know who we are. Everywhere we go, people want to speak to you. Everywhere we go, people know you. And I don't think, I don't think as a company though, I, I say this all the time, as a company, 
and the people that are involved um, heavily in the company, we don't realise actually how big we are. I mean, look, you guys, you're miles away from where we are. Mm. You know, and we had Red Road podcast and the social media things that like um, the lady years done. I've been on the one show and I've been in that um, fixed radio, been on air three times, Radio 5 Live, uh, Daily Telegraph newspaper, Wales Online, Wales on Sunday. Mm. You know, just mental. I mean, where, where do you think then that if you hadn't have done the social media <coughs> thing, obviously you were at 40 inspections a day, do you mm. think you would have been at maybe 60 now or? Yeah. Like still, because we don't, we don't put, yeah, we're not putting it in, in front of that audience, are we? So mm. we'd still be putting it in front of the audience that was slowly growing. You know, one, one I mean, two the, inspections. The thing that I love about that is you, you've all gone like, let's just put it on TikTok, but not actually realizing yeah, that, no, that, know, that yeah. demographic is the one that you mental. Yeah, it's mental. I'm I mean, still one, trying to figure well, it the, out. <laughs> the one idea for you, which I find like, there's a there's a lady called Fit Waffle. That's her her handle on all social and she just started doing like things about cooking and stuff like that and even i watch those and it's just like cooking waffles and chocolate things and stuff like that but it's for you you could be teaching people it's how mad. to do it's a mad it's hard when you don't actually like being in your own videos yeah but, but you do, do we're not though the, a lot of the really popular ones it's where it's like someone's just laying a course of bricks and it, cause it's satisfying to watch so yeah. you could cut in one stroke with your brush or pulling the tape. So yeah, there's a yeah, guy pulling the tape. There's yeah. so many people that do it though. Yeah, so it's like, but, oh. but yeah, what, but if you did a voiceover like Nigella, yes, I'm just gonna. I'm in. I do get I'll told you. I've got the good I'll be, voice. I'll be honest. So Darcy, you came on here, Rattle Kings. Obviously, you know, yes, she's a lady, but she said she appreciated that there's not many ladies doing what she does. So even though like some guys go on there and you still get the, you know, oh, a woman should be in the kitchen type crap thrown at her actually she said it's to my benefit because even girls come on and go actually like i wouldn't mind doing that job so she said like it's given her that platform yeah i've seen a few um girl bricklayers mm. um i went to a college to judge some awards and there was a few girl doing girls doing bricklaying yeah. there but do you know the thing is though so there is other companies on tiktok just like mine yeah. doing tiktok videos been there a lot longer than me um you know, some been on it for two years, I think, doing videos and stuff like that, and probably on a hundred thousand followers, maybe. Mm. And his, his his videos get like fifty, sixty thousand views. So I don't know what it is about ours. It's not something that we've had, took advice on. It's yeah. just what we did from day one, and we've just took that. So I think the raw raw part of it is where the success comes from. So rather than it be staged, so we have yeah. a lot I think of people. It's the shock impact of yeah, people seeing yeah, like, in, oh, like the side of someone. The side of the roof yeah, that yeah. fell off. But I think I think a lot of people can relate because if you have brought a new build house, like I millions did, of people, there's loads of there's loads of little bits that piss yeah. you off, and actually it's quite therapeutic knowing yeah. that you're not the only person to have had a. My friends just bought their first house, a new build, and mm. I popped over there and I was snagging it. I was <laughs> snagging all the painting work, and I do it everywhere, it's even like in hospitals. Look. In pubs, the mm. wallpaper is normally terrible in pubs. And so so like how that. does it work? Someone contacts you and says, I'm in the process of buying a house or is it I've Both. just bought it? Both. So in the process. So to, uh, today's example, t we took bookings today for August, September, yeah. April. Um, so the process would be whether you're buying a new property or you've bought a property or you've been in it for less than two years. Right. Contact us. We will then um, take some details of your property and um, your name, address, and some particular details off. You will enter it into our system then. That will generate a date if you're already in the property, so for the next available inspector to come to you. Um, if not, we will schedule a slot within a predicted month of your completion. 
and then once you get your completion date let us know and then obviously there's only so many slots in a month that we can allocate yeah. you've got your slot we can do as you please with that slot up and down until we get you once um the booking takes uh, has taken place we arrive at the property then um spend around three and a half four hours <clears throat> sorry three and a half four hours at the property gathering the information um using all the tools that we need to do um taking all the photographs and stuff like that once that's complete then the inspector will finish off the report uh write all the, the information on it so all the standard and regulation breaches to the warranty providers build mark as well as well as the quality issues that he's seen that then will go to the office first thing in the morning where there's a technical team in the office then who will look at the report add any technical details that they they need to add um you know what the tolerances are and what they should be and stuff like that once that's done um a proofreader then will get the report a couple of minutes later he will read through the report just to ensure that what we're saying is correct and everything's in its right location so the first picture we take is a picture of the front of the house we label all the windows as we see fit and then inside them will coincide to them windows so he just makes sure that the route that we take around the property um We've sorry that we've taken a taken around the property coincides with the pictures. Once that's happened, then um, an email sent to say the report's finalised, um, and we're going to send it to you. It's a really thorough process. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'd never heard of, you know, I bought a couple of new builds and never ever heard of of that before. So that's it's crazy. That, that's another that's another thing. So isn't you've it? they've got the report now, and then <clears> that they they then take that to the developer yep. and say, right, I've had this report, an independent yep. report. This mm -hmm. is what's wrong. Mm -hmm. I want you to fix it. Yeah. Or I'm not buying the house. No. Or so some, most people, so you, more often than not, um, they have to have completed on the property. Right. And then we come in after they get the keys. Mm. However, in March, there's something called the new home ombudsman. They're coming into play in March where there's a um, uh, an accreditation now for certain snagging companies that will allow them to go into the property before completion. All developers um, have, have come on board and, and signed to say, yeah, they're happy to do that. There's a new homes quality board then who have come up with a, um, a checklist, if you like, that the snagger then has to abide by once he's in that property before completion. Then the developer then will set about fixing things before the property's being completed and exchanged. Normal snagging that we would do anyway can continue after that um, and for people that are already in their property. So any new properties now going forward, yeah. once the new home, home ombudsman has, has signed and sealed, then yeah. You'd think People some of these that. house builders would be employing <coughs> you before they sign off on site. Before yeah, so we've had we've had companies come to us and, and, and offer things, you know, for us to do X amount of properties and, and work for them. And, and, you know, we had one today come to us asking for um, stickers for windows um, to say that, you know, they, they agree with what we're doing because the new home ombudsman, they agree with what we're doing. What we do is great. So, um, you know, if you're going to get this done, use this company because we believe what they're saying is is a good report. And, you know, we'll use them. And after we've done that, then the sticker would go in the window to say that we've independently inspected the property. Mm. It's now to the standard that we believe it should be. And, you know, you can live happily ever after, really. And they when, if they've bought the house and moved in, have they got a certain time period where they yes. can... Yeah, so everybody has a, with a new property has a two-year warranty. Right, okay. Um, that's with the developer. And after that, then, it's normally a 10-year warranty then. The 10-year warranty is a structural warranty. So yeah. there's a lot more complex and there's a lot more things that um, go with the 10-year warranty. Um, but, yeah. What's what's one thing, then, that most home buyers overlook that you could... <coughs> if, if anybody's listening and they're going to be buying a house themselves or a new build in the future, what's one thing that you'd... Or a couple of things that you'd tell them to, to look out for buying it? 
Well, to check check the property, check, look at the, property. the property, or there might be something in the small print it's where it's got to be fake wheat vents in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's made us famous. Wow, the fake wheat vents and the uh, what was the other one? The air bricks, the, the, the brick. Yeah, yeah the air yeah, brick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that was my particular video that I seen, mm. and they they hid the original air brick under the end of the stones, yeah. and I thought, what's this? When you pull it out, it's you know, it's not there. It's just yeah. it's cheating, isn't it? So oh, the, the thing that always amazes me is when you like highlight certain things. You just think what, like, what is going through that person's head? Like, I know obviously you want to go for a fag or you want to go for your food or yeah, get, but, go home, but it's just. But you know what? I can what I can understand on a daily basis is just use a painter because you sat next to me. So <laughs> when, when you're painting, your Instagram. Yeah, when you're painting, when you're painting you, you paint in the archetype, lovely, and you get to this leg and you're like, uh, boss, I've all finished you. Um, where's the next one? I'm done. You know, because you, you think no one's going to see it. You know, the one, the actor that goes behind the door or something like that. I can't get people's mindset of why they would do that. No. Now, when you put the door handles on, you put one screw in it and put the cap on it, that'll do. I don't I don't get it. You've got six screws in your hand, put six screws in it. It was the door hinge one that I watched on TikTok, and they had different door hinges, and literally where, obviously, they've... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the gaps. Massive gaps. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just... Yeah, but someone's gone... Tidy, I'll do. Yeah. I'm off. Where's the next one? But the thing I don't I, get it. when I was it's thinking no about pride, this, no, yeah, I don't is, get it. But is it pride or is it they're not given the time to to complete? Are they it's being pressured to get onto the next build or I'd say are they not trained properly? I say it's a bit of both, and on certain aspects of the build, it's down to knowledge, even mm. knowledge of the site manager. I would say because I've met many a site managers in my time, and a lot of site managers have challenged us in the past, and you know they they come with useless information but do you, do you find that some of the site managers never obviously you trained as a carpenter mm. do you find some of the site managers never actually done a trade so they don't understand yeah so the I, th I think be... i think look, it's not all site managers don't get me wrong but i just think that some site managers that they know the process to build a property so they know the slab the walls floor mm. roof i mean they know the the, the, pro the process but they don't know how to do it to the regulations that's needed and i don't think they well they don't they don't do the checks that they need to do so you know uh, if i was building my own house i would want to be checking that property at certain stages properly yeah. not just walk in and go oh well actually the doors are in yeah that one shuts yeah sinks in right tidy next let's move on to the next let's move on to the painting example that's why i won't do new builds yeah Stay away. It's not. It's not great. <laughs> you will end up on it. They just. They just want you to just tosh it out quick yeah, and just and chuck it, it. Chuck it on and, and go. And they just don't care. Whereas I'm a perfectionist in what I do, and I just couldn't. It's the only way to be. I, I couldn't allow myself to to do it to, to that low standard. No, I couldn't put my name to that standard. No as a tradesperson, the the job satisfaction you get is from standing back and looking at what you've done yeah, exactly. and thinking, yeah, I've done a good job. And I find, especially when I'm doing something that's a bit more involved, like say a bathroom suite or a boiler job, regular intervals during the day, you stand back and you look at what you've done and you, yeah. you're thinking, right, yeah, okay, I'm happy with that. And you, and you go, there's things going through your head like what I need to do next and everything you have to get done has to get done. But you know what, I, I think it's site mentality though. So you, the way you, you guys are saying um, you're perfectionist and you look at job satisfaction, I believe that if you went into site work and that was your only job, you would soon end up like the rest of them because that's the site mentality that, that I see every day on site. With yeah, well, we it's do... a joke, it's a laugh. Let's get it. Let's finish early. Yeah, we used that's to do a, site jobs, um, Easter holidays and summer holidays, and that was enough for me because you would get it's repetitive work. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. It's all the same. And we did have like the banter's top class on those kind of jobs. Everyone has a laugh. Yeah, and that's that's but still that's because exactly i it. was 
still self-employed and they were employing me. Um, I was working to what, you know, the level that I was happy with. Mm. But I can just imagine these guys on site as they are pressured and because it's not their company. Yeah, it's not their name. don't their really company. care. And I just see that the, 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 you know, when you start the new site and you take your carpenter as the example to the site, everyone's keen, everyone's happy, everyone wants to do a good job. Everyone gets settled, everyone gets complacent, and the further you go down the line, the worse you get. Yeah. And the, you know, when you get to the end, it's an hell of a mess. And I mean, I dread to think about that then, because one of my houses, the, the last one I bought, which was a new board, that was one of the first ones to get done, so God knows what the, what the last yeah. one's well, last, like. It, you know, I, see it, I, I see it firsthand when I was a um, contracts manager, you know, I see it forever getting rid of um, carpenters because they've let themselves go with their pride in the work, mm. they gotta go. But you know, I think, as a, a, um, a tradesman's boss, as a carpentry boss, for example, you know they get put under pressure for times um, and, and handovers and, and certain things like that. You know, it, and you're relying on other people. So, you know, as, if you were a plumbing boss, you're a painting boss. If you if you wasn't on the tools yourself and you had tradespeople working for you, you're relying on them to do the job that you want. So if that you know, if you're That's under, why I struggle to take yeah, on people to work for me. Exactly. So I if you're under pressure to I'm get a house over, their work. yeah, exactly. And if you're if you're under pressure to get a house finished, and you think right, Joe blogs, he's, he'd be finished in three days, and on the third day he don't turn up for work, and he's got a day and a half's work left, and you can't get there, and it's, that's what happens. And then he leaves, he quits, and you you're under pressure to get someone else. You can't find anyone. You then look at agencies and people who are not properly painters and. Yeah, they'll do it. And then you just sit down, they'll spiral. And that's pretty much what happens on a daily basis. I mean, obviously, we, we talk about giving advice to other tradies on here. What would you say then to developers if you were to give them some advice to stop some of the shit Im that goes Implement on? a professional snagging company as part of the bill, yeah. 100%. I mean, have you ever thought about offering your services to developers where as soon as they start a development, obviously you could stick somebody, like somebody that you yep. train and put them on that development mm -hmm. and they oversee the whole, not, not, even, not site manage it, but obviously every time. But you could do it as like a, almost like a mystery shop kind of thing. You could say, right, we're randomly going to go into yeah, yeah. a handful of your houses. We're not going to tell you which ones yeah. and then we'll report back to you. Yeah, I mean, very at the very start, when we first started, we spoke to um, uh, a developer who... I didn't get on with it at the time, uh, but I respect him as a person because he does a, he does the job he says he's going to do. Um, and I offered uh, that sort of service to him. And he said, although the answer come back to me saying, um, although I believe that your business will benefit the company, I pay my site managers and contract managers alike to do the job you're offering, mm. which is true. That's what they get paid to do. They get paid to, they get paid to build that property, manage that property and make sure it comes out at the end as a quality product. And that's what they're doing. But clearly they're not doing it. Otherwise no. you wouldn't have a job, would no, you? No, exactly. No, they're not. Yeah. And I said, you know, you and me both know that's not happening. However, that's your business structure. That's what you have to have in place. Yeah. And I respect your answer. But um, one thing I will say is if you hear somebody talking Welsh on your site, you <laughs> yeah. better shit yeah. yourself. Run. Yeah. Come for you a better selfie. shit yourself. <laughs> and he's driven three hours as well. He's going to be pissed. Yeah. I'm telling you, and your wee poles aren't wee poles. <laughs> You'd be weeping. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say to you. Yeah. And now we're going to go over to uh, Mr. PB Plumber because apparently you've got a uh, gag of the day for us, haven't you, Pete? I uh have, -huh, yeah. Take it away. There's one I recorded earlier. <laughs> so, 
So Blake goes into a bar and orders 25 shots of whiskey. So the barman lines them up, all 25, and he downs each and every one. And the barman says to him, why 25 shots of whiskey? He says, I'm celebrating my first blowjob. So the barman pours another one, puts on the counter and says, there you go, mate. And he said, nah, if I can't get the taste out of my mouth after 25, another one's not gonna do it. <laughs> Just checking, can I ask you, this won't, this won't be included. Can I ask you if you would buy a new build or would that harm your... Because obviously you want people to buy new builds because then you can do reports. No, but you can still, you can still be honest on that because there's always going to have to yeah, be a new build. Yeah, but I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. And... No, look, I, I probably would buy a new build because I can't be asked to do the work on an old build. And that's the truth of it. So I won't even put a shelf up because I can't be okay. bothered. So he'd have no problem because he'd be like, well, this is how bad things are, right? So we got an office and we bought all this fancy furniture and, and desks and everything like that. We, and we, you employed, never use we employed a carpenter to come and put the desks together. Mm. And we're, me, my business partner and, and our number, um, number one guy, we're all carpenters. Like, pff, we ain't doing that. And that's You've what would happen. Changed, you have. You've that's changed. what would happen. <laughs> that's what would happen. Fame's gone to his head. I'd be like, I ain't putting a door on there. Just yeah. have a shit with no door on. See what happens. That's what I would do. You know. See what happens when you're TikTok famous. That's it. Yeah. See what happens, mate. What happens? Does he tie his own shoelaces? Come in that. Come in and build my desk. <laughs> Get me a drink. <laughs> and hold on a minute. Hold on. A minute. It's out. <laughs> I love that. Because we asked Charlie, didn't we, when we had him on? So Charlie Mullins is the Pimlico plumbers guy. And I said to him, I said, so if your shitter broke now, would you go and fix it? He was like, nah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want to do, you know what I mean? I just yeah. called it's someone. It's like painting in. my house. Uh, I've had bare plaster for oh, like, three like years. Oh, wasn't it? Well, yeah. it's, it's I've had bare plaster for three years. I'm just Because I've just had bothered. no time. And yeah. I can't be bothered, yeah. But I haven't, I haven't never got the have, time either. But I'd just... never have anyone else in my house doing it, though. Yeah. Because My, I'd be um, on their back, like. Yeah, you want you want you were like a backseat driver, but for painting and decorating. Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> so the tap in my bathroom, the basin tap, was yeah. dripping from the underneath yeah. into the cupboard below. So I fixed that with a cup. <laughs> no, I actually fixed I'll it. I saw that next year. <laughs> yeah. I fixed that bit, and then when I turn the water back on, the water now sprays upwards out of the top, yeah. and that's been doing that for about three months now. Good fix. He's too, I fix he's, too, he's too busy in the gym, though. That's his, yes. that's his I've thing. got time for that. Man. Leaky I've got time for, for plumbing. Fuck that. <laughs> no. Love that. So fastest lap. Let's go for the fastest lap. Start your engine. Absolutely shocking. It is really shocking to be Should fair. we try and get you to do it with your no. Indian Scottish Welsh accent? 
I would offend so many people <laughs> with that impression. You'd never be allowed in Carmarthen. <laughs> Wouldn't be allowed in or Wales, <laughs> Scotland, <laughs> Pakistan, anywhere in India. Oh. My, my accent, where, whatever country I do, starts off nothing like what I'm trying to do, but always ends up Indianish. <laughs> Indianish. Scouts Indian, like. I yeah, try Scouts Indian. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> And now we're going to head on over to the darts where we have a little competition and you two are going to go up against each other. Final thoughts. Want to get into your final thoughts? So, think about the people watching. If you've got any kind of inspirational message for them, or if you just want to plug your page, your social media pages, any advice for anyone? Now's the time. I mean, even even like future plans, because obviously you've tre well, just trebled in size, isn't yes. it? In a year with yeah. social, like so, even like future plans or things that you'd like to do, whether that's take somebody on, then critique their work, whatever it is that you. I, I've done that already. Have you? Yeah. And I just go around snagging them. My she turns into you. My best friend uh, Cliff, when he's cutting in the colour, well, I don't actually let him cut in the colour. Mm. I make him go so far to the top. If, you, if you're and listening, I make... mate, I feel sorry for you. Cliff, <laughs> man up, will you? Yeah. Jesus, go to the edge, Cliff. <laughs> That's why you're called Cliff. Go to the edge, mate. <laughs> Come on, Cliff. No, I don't let him go to the top. Wow. Cliff is whipped. So yeah, any, anything else apart from telling Cliff off that you've got for the future? I do, I really do want to train people up. Obviously I can't advertise that I just want mm. girls to work for me, but I would like... What, what about like even, because you thought about that, didn't you go into colleges or even like... Because one thing with TikTok and YouTube is you can become, in essence, a teacher of doing stuff like you walking around and saying these are the types of things mm. like like your checklist your actual yeah. checklist on your web website you could do a vis visual checklist for people on youtube mm. or something yeah, like yeah. that so teaching people how to yeah what's your social handle at jen the decorator standard surprising yeah a bit different you know. and you're on instagram yeah. twitter twitter um i've got my facebook business page but nothing really Fun nothing, nothing, on it. Just, just work pics now. And you're now on TikTok. I'm so now on TikTok. Is it at Jen the Decorate on TikTok as well? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, so make sure you go and follow all your miserable gits listening and watching. See if we've got but, some of my followers to follow you. Yeah. yeah, but I just don't know how to do it yet. My my kids actually banned me from it when TikTok sort of first come out. They was like, my you're kid, not My going kids banned me from it as well. These <laughs> ones over here, they banned me from it. <laughs> they was like, no, no, it's not, it's not for you. I'm like, but why not? No. But no. you know who it is for? Cliff and Mars. <laughs> yeah, they'd be a great pair there. They're going to love this. What a duo. Like Anton Deck, Cliff and Mars. Yeah. yeah. The unfinished painters. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. That's good. There's all a new TV show there. All they do is fill in and... Yeah, and just <gasps> mess about. Don't bother finishing it. I've got a few more jobs to quote at the big manor house. <laughs> I'll get them on there. I like it. 
I like it. What about yourself then, John? Um, what's, what's the future for your business? What, what would you? The future is huge. And, yeah. you know, it's, it is huge. We're growing remarkably fast. Yeah. Um, Have you got any plans? Is there anything where you like you've got like an aim set for? Yeah, of course. So you know, we've got um, five hundred thousand followers. We're aiming for um, build the YouTube channel because uh, that's growing very fast <coughs> as a company and a, a business. Um, you know, by by the end of the year, we're looking to have two or three more um, inspectors working five days a week. Yeah. Um, How many inspectors have you got now? Uh, six. Six. Yeah. So the six inspectors. However, we use an app. Um, that allows the inspectors now to do two inspections a day. So, mm. so really, it's like twelve. So when we first started, we we based our business on um, an inspector doing one inspection a day. Mm. Um, but yeah, so inspectors now can do yeah. two a day. We have got one animal who does three a day when he wants. So <laughs> he's like an animal. He's not a cliff. He's an animal. He finishes the job. <laughs> you know what I mean? He gets shit done. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's an animal. So yeah, um, build the business that way. Um, it, we pride ourselves on um, advice. I mean, are, you, are you national? Yeah, UK wide, yeah, yeah. UK wide, so up to um, Scotland and down to Devon and stuff yeah. like that. So we do pride ourselves on um, after sales and, and support for people, even if they haven't had an inspection with us. So mm. we're quite open to people giving us a ring and um, asking some advice and, and questions. If we can, we'll help. Yeah. So you know, we we set the business up. All right, me and Lee set the business up because of um, to make a change. It wasn't all about money. Um, so if we take ourselves away from that, you know, we shouldn't be in business. So so yeah, just more advice. Um, build our business and create a um, social media monster, really. Like it. Like Ambitious. It. Anything yeah. from you as well? Do you want to update on my cold showers? Go on then. Three minutes now. Pete likes to have a cold shower in the morning. Started, what am I on? Day 15? Can I ask why though? What's the point? And um, cut ribbons. We found out yeah. two useful things about Does Cliff, is it? There's lots of... <laughs> There's lots of reasons, uh, health benefits, muscle recovery, mental... All right, I'll do, I'll do. <laughs> you lost me muscle yeah, really good. Three for minutes shower would have been. Really good for your mental health, and it's like a challenge at the start of the day, and once you've done it, you feel amazing, and then, yeah... Do you know what, I beg to differ on that one, Do you know what, 2023, I want to you've had a, a three-minute culture. Fucking no chance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the point in it. Absolutely pointless. <laughs> you Absolutely shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even start that? Oh, you get him go, oh, I'm going to have a cold shower. Well, Start when, my day. It's challenging. I'm like, fuck it, I'll have five more minutes. <laughs> no shower, go straight to work. It's easier. Well, watch, there's a guy called Wim Hof. Just Google that. Have, have a watch and just see what Wim you Hoff. think. I'll do it tonight. <laughs> do, it, do, it, do, it, do it when you get back to the hotel. But it's just something I thought it was a challenge for me because I've tried it before and I couldn't do it. So but thought, what's the challenge? Where's the challenge end? So if you do something for 63 days... Every day for 63 days, it becomes habit and your body gets used to it and then it doesn't become hard and it's not yes, hard. Yes, no, no, the, the minutes in the shower, where does that end? Is it, like, that's enough now. Well, the sweet spot's two minutes, but I wanted to see if I could get to three and I've done three minutes because the thing with me is once I've done something, I want to beat, beat it, it the next time. Like this morning at swimming, I wanted to beat what I did last time at swimming and that's always, I have little goals that I aim for. So oh, Can I be in here for hours now? 63 minute shower this morning freezing it'd be like one of them free but divers, the thing is you know? <laughs> like I was, I was telling Alex earlier when when I did the two minutes you get out and then you sit and you just let your body naturally warm back up mm. but now I'm doing three minutes it takes a lot longer to warm up I'm surprised yeah Can't think of I'm worse. enjoying it and it's a challenge for me it's something I'm doing I'm going to do it for 63 days and then after that I'm hoping it will just become and then you're going to continue doing it yeah hopefully yeah 
pointless. Absolutely <laughs> shocking. <laughs> but yeah, thank you very much for coming on. I realise obviously you had a long journey. You came from Hereford. Three hours. Walk from Hereford. So down the road. I had a cold shower and I ran down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took me an hour and three minutes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> me up. So yeah, thank you very much for both coming on yeah, the show. Always. Love obviously both both the socials and stuff like that. So big big thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, you. Thanks. It's good. Done. It took us 20 minutes to get into it, but we got there. I need a wee. I know, yeah, I do as well, to be fair. Oh, mate. You were crap. I couldn't even. I was in tears. Actual tears. <laughs>